0: Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of The Mandala Effect. This is our New Year 2024 special. We're starting 2024 with big energy with the wonderful Tracy Litt. Tracy is the founder of The Lit Factor and the School of Becoming. She's an international best-selling author, podcast host, teacher of science and spirituality and an emotional healer. She is incredible. We've spoken to her before a few weeks ago. The link to that episode will be in the description. You can also find links to Tracy's TED Talk, her book, and her free Ascension assessment for the School of Becoming in the show notes. I really hope you enjoy this episode. I wish you a wonderful start to the year. So settle in, get comfortable, and I can't wait to hear what you think. Hello everybody and welcome to this very special New Year 2024 episode of The Mandala Effect. I'm so thrilled that Tracy Litt has agreed to record a second episode with us. Tracy, thank you so much and welcome. Thank you for having me again. We had such an incredible
1: time. We had to do this again. It was a must.
0: It was so good, you know. It was probably one of my most, don't tell any of my other guests... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> one of my most enjoyable conversations of this year so um so thank you and I'm really looking forward to see what magic we can create today yes so I've collated some questions from myself and from people who have written in and what they're of a similar theme and anybody who listens to this podcast is about creating their best life right you know that's yeah. you know creating the dream um mm-hmm. And spiritual ascension and growth, personal development. So the first question, so one thing that I have noticed, and maybe you have as well, with my own clients, even in my own circle, is how challenging people have found this year in an emotional way and in a business way. And I don't know, and obviously everything that's going on in the world, the world feels particularly Dark at the moment. So, the first question is: How can we rebuild our confidence after having experienced in challenges in business, in life, emotionally? What would your, how? What would your advice? It's such
1: happen? a it's such a good question. It's such a big question. First, I want to speak to just the challenges of what's happening in our world at large. Uh, and you, you know, you mentioned darkness and what's, what is real about the world we live in is that there's dark and there's light. And one of the best things we can do is accept that baseline. And when I use the word accept, I do not mean agree with or condone. I mean, simply stop causing yourself extra strife and frustration by arguing against what is. Mm -hmm. because then it brings us to really, really recognize that the light will always win out the dark. It might not be in that moment. It might not even be in our physical lived lifetime. And the light from a frequency standpoint is more potent and more powerful, which means it's exponentially uh, more critical that we all recognize and treat ourselves like the energy that we are. Mm -hmm. That we learn how to actually be in our bodies and release and acknowledge the feelings that need to be felt, that anger, the despair, the disbelief, the whatever the case might be. And right now I'm still speaking about just like the world and the war and like all the things that have happened. Uh, You know, even some COVID trauma applies to everything I'm saying. And then Mm -hmm. I'm going to take this into business. Um, Really, really being so connected with your body that you can feel when that... It's like coming through and pause everything else. Don't try to write a sales page. Don't try to have a conversation with your spouse. (laughs) Honor what your body is asking for. And that is to feel the feelings that deserve to be felt so rage it out, scream it out, shake it out, dance it out, you know, throw something in your garage, go in your car and scream, tap on your body, put on a song that you know allows you to really get after it, put an eye mask on, put your headphones on and go within yourself and just uh, release, 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 especially in the moments that you don't feel like it. Those are the extra moments where the, the woman you're becoming has to take over and she knows what's best for you because in that moment, you are so aroused and stimulated by how shitty you feel that you, your current identity is not going to help you out of that moment. It's yeah. another what would she do moment, right? So yeah. that piece yeah. is so essential because then we can be the light. Then we're emanating and our frequency is more potent because our bodies aren't congested. With all the, and then we're trying to make things happen, which is, so now let's kind of take this into business. It's the same thing. The health of your business, the, the capacity of your business is only going to be in its highest and best when you stop thinking and being so cognitive. And instead you use your body, like the guidance system that it is right Mm -hmm. So you're sitting at your desk and you notice that the priorities that you set for the day are not happening. You're fake in the funk because you keep like opening tabs and closing them and checking Facebook and shutting it down and writing a few things, but not bringing it to completion. That's what I call in the funk. And that's when it's time to pause and tap into your body. What's going on? What do you need? How can I help? And your body is going to tell you, and it's the same answer that I was giving before. Feel it, shake it, release it, let it up and out. No analysis. This is a big part. It doesn't Mm. matter. It doesn't matter, you guys, why you're feeling the way you're feeling. That's one of the biggest things I see where kind of, where do women go wrong in their ascension and growth journey? Because you're still fucking thinking about everything yeah it's unhelpful it doesn't matter what matters is get to your body get to it quickly and then be with it and honor what it is asking to process and feel until it like drops in and you'll know you'll be like oh okay i feel I feel cool i feel clear right now and then you're going to be able to show up to the potent work and the priorities that you have
0: yeah that's amazing because I- That is a a pattern that I see of women overthinking things Mm -hmm. and getting stuck in the loop of how have I created this? And Mm -hmm. it's an important question to ask, but we, the body work, the somatic work isn't taught when we're learning how to build a business. (laughs) Correct. Well, well, now it is because
1: that's how it is. is, right? So like, and I love that because that's, it's, we aren't aware of its essentialism. And now that we know what we know, because science has been so amazing in its research and the outcomes and the recognition of that, you know, that 80% of our thoughts come from our body up to our mind. It's a bottom-up situation, not a top-down situation, Mm -hmm. right? So as we learn, and that's just like one example, as we learn more and more, uh, it empowers us, right, which is the school of becoming is built, it is the place where women leaders and entrepreneurs now have a place to go digitally we do have off-campus excursions for real life things but right so that We can tap in it and there is a place where we are holding you so that you can be doing this most important work of your life, which is that connection to your body, which is re-imprinting your nervous system, which is running your mind instead of letting it run you, which is treating yourself like the energy that you are. And when we get this and we are willing, and this is the part of it where we're, the fact that so many are still operating in lack, scarcity, and separation, they'll hear you'll hear a conversation like this, and then you'll still demote its importance. You'll still go chasing the strategic three steps to seven figures and realize and, and and dismiss that what I'm telling you is if we don't build an imprint in your nervous system to expand its capacity, you'll never hit that. And if you do, it'll drain like there's a hole in the bottom of your bank account and you won't know what happened. Yep right? It is just, it is the way. The internal work is the way.
0: Which is really important. So I hope everybody's taken note of that. (laughs) Please take note because I've seen it time and time again, like for myself, like the pattern um, in my 10 years of business, that pattern keep on rerunning until, and if you keep on trying to um, create what's the, what's the phrase fix the problem from the same mindset that it uh, yes
1: yes you can't solve the problem from the same
0: level of mind that created it yes yeah awesome. so we have to go within which is what i've learned over the last two years yes so wonderful question number two how can we begin to tell a new story of our lives in 2024 mm. decide
1: Decide. You're not a victim, so stop acting like one. You don't need permission from an outside source because all that's going to do is keep you externally driven. Jot this down. We live into whatever story we tell. We live into whatever. We live into whatever story we tell. So tell a better story. Like right now, apply this right now. Whatever was presenting in your life, in your business, in your relationships, in your leadership before you hit play on this podcast. And now you're starting to chill a little in your body. You start to open a little bit in your expansiveness. And now we're here at this point in the conversation. Whatever you were avoiding, hiding from, frustrated with, whatever the shit was. Pause. Take a few deep breaths, maybe a little, (sighs) give me a little audible sigh, get some stuff moving around in there, right? And then just reflect with me. Okay, so she's telling me I'm going to live into whatever story I tell. So what I mean by that statement is you will have the lived experience and the emotional match and the emotional experience of whatever story you think and let leave your lips. So tell a better story. So instead of, oh, I have so much to do. Things are so crazy right now. The holidays are madness. Like, well then, so it is, right? You can easily shift to, I get to prioritize what I want. I'm looking forward to saying no to more things. This is gonna be the easiest, most blissed out holiday I've ever had. No, I love that. And all of a sudden I'm looking forward to Christmas. But that's, but that, that's really it. Like that's the fun thing about high level thought work about really solid personal growth and development. We're not cracking any codes over here. It's so simple that it's laughable. Truly. Mm -hmm. It is so simple that it's laughable where the challenge takes place is in the level of the body and the level of your nervous system in you needing to recognize your emotional addictions because what happens is if let's say frustration and overwhelm are emotional addictions of yours and we help you identify and untether from these in mind magic then you're naturally going to have behaviors and storylines that affirm that frustration and overwhelm like the first example I gave right so when we can become aware of that that's why you're like oh I feel like I'm excited now yes and then that feeling of bliss and excitement Those are new elevated emotions that your body is not familiar with yet. And then this is gorgeous process of of reconditioning your body to a new level of mind because what happens, what what makes all these simple things feel so challenging is when you're sitting there and your body is aroused by that frustration and that overwhelm, and it's literally like getting a hit of overwhelm, right? That's the moment where you have to transcend yourself. That's the moment where you have to notice and then you have to actually go within and make it safe in your body, which means bring yourself into regulation, drop in so that your prefrontal cortex can come back online so you can make a new conscious choice and be like, oh, I'm going to tell a new story. Because it lives in who you want to be, right? We're talking about New Year's and this, right? All, everything that's available to you. Like, who do you want to be? in this lifetime? And not just from a business perspective, right? Drill it down. Entrepreneur, leader, mother, daughter, wife, partner, sister, friend, who who do you want to be? Right? I mean, we all know the Maya Angelou quote people, and I will hack it because I don't know it verbatim, but um, people won't remember what you said. They won't remember what you did. They will remember how you made them feel. Who do you want to be? So I'll pause there.
0: That's really powerful. Again, everybody, I think that's a really good place to pause and take some notes. This is turning into a podcast workshop.
1: That's a, <laughs> a podcast workshop. I love it. Oh, look, we just invented a thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, wonderful. So how do we access this creative energy that we have? We've decided who we want to become. Now we need to create her or not necessarily create her because I believe she already exists, but how do we access this creative energy? Mm, well, the first
1: thing really it, well, not the first thing, because so so all of this is kind of like the crux. I will take you through a nine week journey on this, right? Like this is so, but what, what do we do here from, from this moment? We've talked a lot about getting in your body and feeling what needs to be felt bringing yourself into a state of regulation that that is a staple anything else I say for the rest of time know that the first thing I'm going to tell you to do is always that that's always always the beginning Mm -hmm. um you do get to create her what you said earlier was exactly correct right so start to put pen to paper who is she who is she so that you can develop what we teach as a she manifesto Mm -hmm. who is she I am a woman who treats herself like the energy she is. I am a woman who pays attention to her body and feels her feelings. I am a woman who leads with openness and self-trust. I am a woman who creates space and puts her kids to bed at night. I am a woman who doesn't touch her phone after 5 p.m. I am a woman who prioritizes orgasms and intimacy in her marriage. Are you with me? Like we actually do. Yes, we're her and she's us and all of those things. And if you don't move through it in a forward focused design, who you've been will take over because your old program dies really hard. Mm -hmm. So that really is that first move. And that would be a gorgeous place to start your new
0: year. Wonderful. So, can we take a moment to acknowledge the resistance that will be thrown in our way yes. when we do start to make big changes? Because we make <laughs> big changes and our ego throws a resistance to us. That w- Another challenge that we have to overcome, another opportunity to choose. But how do we overcome the resistance that undoubtedly will be thrown your way? You get to have a dramatically different relationship
1: with fear, yeah uh and and again, which I'm thrilled i love I love to be a broken record about your body because we don't <laughs> talk about it enough, right, so again, that connection to your body and that feeling and release is important. Fear is biological, fearlessness is not a thing anytime you Think about or start to move into something that is unfamiliar or unknown. Your beautiful, 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 protective nervous system registers that as a potential threat. And then it it ignites your fear response. And then fear uses resistance to get you to stay the same. Okay, so let's just be there. So it's like resistance is fear's sidekick. So the first thing then to acknowledge about that is wherever you're experiencing resistance, that's a growth edge. We want you to lean in to that moment, not run out from it. How do you do that? Go back to the body conversation, right? Go back. It's kind of like all these different things of it's like like uh, patterns and like an infinity, go back to that and circle back to that and go back, right? Because they're all practices, too. So under, having that understanding. And I will share a couple of the most common types of resistance because it'll bring real awareness for, for everybody that's hanging with us. Okay. So resistance is a good thing. That's what you're learning. Baseline resistance is like sweet. I want you to start re- recognizing it as like every time resistance comes upon you, you're getting after it. You're, you're becoming her, you're doing your thing. You're pushing your edges out. You're going to end up generating and manifesting one of the new results that that's all, that's all the truth. Uh, So when we think about resistance, it comes in a lot of forms and flavors. Here are a couple that I want you to bring to your awareness. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know is a form of resistance. You do know. But then think about this at the level of your nervous system and your fear response and resistance. If you knew, then you'd have to show up and do the thing. And then you'd be thrusted into the unknown and the unfamiliar. So of course your brain does a phenomenal job going, I don't know. I just don't know. Lack of clarity. Same thing. I love to help women with clarity because lack of clarity is a lie. Lack of clarity is fear in disguise. What happens when you get clear? Oh shit. She's got to do the thing. Oh no. You know what? I'm just going to lament and sit here and talk to all of my colleagues about how I just am not clear. And I just do not understand what I need to be doing. Yes, you do. Don't, don't sell yourself short you need to do some profound fear work. That's all. Right. So that's another thing. Um, distraction. That's another form of resistance. So you sit down to do something. And you're like, wait, let me check the laundry. Yeah. Okay, great. Then you sit back down and you're like, I'm doing it now. And then you get up to walk the dog and then you sit back down and you're like, no, you know, it's going to really set me up here. Let me make a fresh cup of tea. <laughs> okay. All of that, Are you're you with me because you see yourself in it. I can oh, only yeah. speak to it because I am my own student and I have served thousands of women globally and whether the woman is from Thailand, Australia, Connecticut, California, white, black, Asian, short, tall, curly hair, straight hair, it's all the same because our fear is a wiring process. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. So, so also I hope that you're hanging with us and you're laughing because it's not that deep. Okay. Like lighten up a little bit about it. Um, and the other, uh, one, one of the other most, I'm kind of giving you like one, cause we theme these things out as we take data on all of our clients and their yeah. journeys. Um, so these are like the most common, uh, procrastination mm. procrastination is another really, really popular one as well. So
0: yeah so to overcome this fear then we go back to the body and then we lean into the resistance and we do we lean
1: into the resistance and um let's shift away from the word overcome so what would be awesome let's uh share with everyone my ted talk in our in the show notes if that's cool do with that. you. because so i did a ted talk called dear fear it's not you it's me and in the TED talk I break down the truth about fear and give you some actual practices so like if you' come along with that that'll be awesome um the reason why I don't like to use the word overcome is because it keeps us in the paradigm that we were taught about fear and everything about that is a lie right this whole overcome do it anyway push through hyper masculine you know, thing doesn't fly. And what happens is it actually makes the fear louder and more pervasive. Mm -hmm. And it drives shame and guilt because then you feel like you can't do the thing and you perceive you're like, why is she so fearless? I don't understand why she can do it. And then it makes you feel like shit. Mm -hmm. Fear is here and is deserving of our love. Fear is biological. Fear is here to ensure that we get up and breathe every single day. Fear is here to make sure we survive so that we can then take on what our real responsibility is, which is to take ownership and direction over everything else and thrive, right? And when fear comes around, I want you to love it. Not overcome it, not be its adversary, not have it sit across from you in this like, well, you're there and I'm here and now I hate you. No, (laughs) full on love affair with your fear response. Because also in any of the work that we are doing, me, you, anyone who is listening that does similar work to both of us, anything that you do when it comes to your expansion, your learning, your growth, your development, your more, none of that is danger. We let fear lead when danger occurs. Like uh, we're at the beach and we're going to go in the water and there's a shark fin. Great. Fear can totally lead. I'm leaving a dinner and I'm going to walk home and I'm going to take a shortcut and I look down the shortcut and there's a few shadows of people in the back. I'm going to let fear lead and I'm going to take the very lit populated street, right? That's where, that's danger. Anything on your growth journey, your entrepreneurial journey, I promise you, I have not lost a student to showing up and loving their fear response yet it is not danger it is helpful fear helpful Mm -hmm. fear right so then we love it and then we do the thing and then on the other side of doing the thing we love it even more so we're giving our system safety and love before and then we're giving ourselves more safety and love after because when we have the new results right or we did the like let's say you're like okay i'm visible 2024 is my year of visibility like legit not not just like being looked at like actually being seen and heard being the fullest expression of you understanding that nobody was ever supposed to be liked by everyone and claiming your space right like that's our jam great let's do that so before you go and do that live stream where you're really sharing of yourself of all of yourself You're going to love your fear. Like I show you the Ted talk, right? Like really good. And you're going to do, it's like, it's a physical activity that you'll see me do. And then you're going to give yourself some extra safety in your nervous system, right? Tapping, grounding, dancing, humming, ohming. And then you're going to do the live. It is equally as critical that you do the same safety process after the live is over because what will happen is you do it and you chill for a few minutes and all of a sudden you're going to hear all the thoughts driven by your fear. Oh my God, was that good? Did anybody watch it? Maybe I should take it down. I don't know. I should probably take it down. Like, was it too much? Was I too much? Let me show it to somebody
0: and see what they think. (laughs) I have a friend in mind that I'm sending this to.
1: Yeah. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like realizing that and jot this down too, your expansion happens at the speed of safety. And the safety has to be brought to your system by you.
0: We have to take off the safety catch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Amazing. So in this, then we mentioned, you mentioned this, like this is a fear of being too much. Now I personally have been told that I am too much. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is one of the biggest things that I see hold women back is that Fear of being too much, and we spoke before about the fear of success. So, would it be the a similar process? In well,
1: so what's interesting is, well, yes, it's it's both the unbecoming and becoming process, right? Like for me to really honor everyone, I will, always oh, as you know, I'll give you everything I can in a conversation. Yeah not even going to scratch the surface on what we need to do to get you to become who you who your dreams are requiring you to be. Oh, right? You. And the first piece of that is recognizing that that belief that was formed because somebody was projecting their shit on you. Okay. And then because you were younger, we we could only absorb it. When we're all subconscious mind, we we don't have the consciousness to critically think or um, or recognize, oh, well, that's just my aunt's stuff. That has nothing to do with me. Like, <laughs> we don't think that way, right? So we take on all of these things and so many young, beautiful girls, right? Me included, oh my God, if you watched home movies, all you would hear is my mother saying, Tracy, sit down, Tracy, move. Tracy, you're being too much. Tracy, move to the side. Tracy, don't hold your sister like that. Tracy, too loud, T- to everything, right? <laughs> so even right now, as we're having this moment, it's like realizing, it's like, okay, wait a minute. First, let me consciously decide that that's not true or real. Yeah. let me make that powerful decision first, and then let's get into the body. Let's start to clear it, right? Let's start to allow it to move. Let's reprogram it with, (laughs) I've always been exactly right. Who I am is more than enough, right? What other people think of me has nothing to do with me, right? Things of that nature. And then most importantly, let's go back to that little girl, right? This journey, right? As you and I are sitting here in our physical bodies at whatever moment in time and age we are, this journey of becoming her and becoming the next level of ourselves and becoming the woman our dreams are asking us to be is as much about that next level and that highest self as it is about all the earlier versions of you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So we go back and we love that little girl at three and at five and at seven and at ten and at fifteen and all of these things. And as we heal her and truly heal her and feel the emotion around it and get ugly with it and get messy with it and get primal with it. Then we literally start to integrate her into us. So like Russian nesting dolls, you know those things mm-hmm. where the little doll goes to the little one, goes into the bigger one, goes into the bigger one. It's like and like all these versions of you just integrate and it amplifies. The truth of your wholeness mm-hmm. i will never say it makes you whole because you're already whole but it allows you to fully believe and know that with more ease because we
0: gave attention to your earlier selves yeah beautiful which is some of the most empowering work we can do in self-love like simple self-love is just yeah. love all who we are yeah um one thing you also mentioned in this uh previously was about the kind of um we're taught to just hustle and go and do the masculine energy, do the thing, sit your fear here and just do it. Yeah. So we're so we're told all over. Any female coach you follow at the moment says, let it be easy, let it flow, receive.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. how uh-huh. exactly well that's one of the reasons why i'm on the planet because all of that sounds really lovely and if someone isn't actively answering the practical how then honestly it 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 does the opposite yeah because then it just creates frustration and again then it creates more comparison and then you're like oh she keeps saying let it be easy but i don't know how to Oh, that whole deep core disempowering belief that I'm inherently wrong, that must be right because I can't get this easy thing. And it this is so we run a program. It's called Easy Like Sunday Morning. It's on the school of becoming, it's self-led. And it's completely Confiduous. it's completely geared to help answer the how of that exact thing. And the reason, what I want to point out is, why is it so challenging, right? Why is it so challenging? I think this is a good basis of understanding. Um, because for those of us that are like, ah, oh, I want it to be easy, but how? That tells me that you're like me and you fall into the uh, current, I'm recovering. You might be current, uh, control freak, <laughs> overachiever, overanalyzer. Overdoer, overgiver, overthinker, right? And all of those things keep you very, very, very constricted and keep you very, very disconnected from your body and very, very, very neck up and only living in between your ears. And when you um, unconsciously are, you bring yourself up that way because it's like what happens, right? And then you, it's all these adaptive behaviors. That's what feels safe. And like homeostasis at the level of your cells and at the level of your nervous system. So here we are, like all floaty, and we go to a retreat and we're like, I'm gonna let it be easy. And the wind's in your hair, and you are like one with the universe as you stand on the beach. Your arms are out, and you're like, Yes, this is the year of ease. And you're able to sustain that through the retreat. You're able to sustain it a couple of days. You come home, you're untouchable and you just wait a little bit longer and your cells come together. I want you to imagine there's a drawing of this in Worthy Human, my book. Your cells come together, cute little cells with little legs and they're they're holding picket signs and they call a meeting. And like, I don't know what she's doing up there. I haven't felt overwhelm or pressure in like a few days. Have you? Nope, I got nothing. She's playing this ease game. I don't know what this is about, but clearly this means we're going to die. I mean, this is unknown. This is unknown to you. And they're all commiserating and they've got picket signs. No more ease. No more ease. Feed me stress. Feed me stress. And when they come together because the body drives our thinking, then they start to populate all those thoughts. And before you know it, now it's got a thought in that you attach to. And it's like, oh my God, but can it be this easy forever? I don't know. Don't you remember so-and-so did that thing to you. Aren't you pissed about that? Yeah. You know that this and that's gonna happen. And if you don't hit your goals, we should probably worry about that. And all of a sudden it starts to drive all of the thinking that it needs you to grab so that it can feed itself that pressure and that overwhelm again, that over is oh, there she is. Oh, she's overgiving, sweet. Whoo! And then all of a sudden the picket and the meeting ends because now you are feeding them what they have been used to. It's like how you raise them. You can't take that away and just live a life of ease, right? So that's like an understanding because it is wildly unfamiliar for you to be a woman who operates from ease, trust, and surrender. Mm. It It is impossible for your nervous system and your cells and your identity to grasp that it is safe and not only safe, but you will flourish. When you use rest as a business strategy, right? And that's why this is a full identity evolution process and using that safety to really, really continue to recondition your body moment by moment, titrate it little. And then over time you absolutely do. And I have story after story after story, because most beautiful women that come to us in the school of becoming are overachievers They're struggling with all the overisms. There's a ton of control going on. And as a result, there's a ton of judgment, right? And it's all self-protective in nature. So I'll pause.
0: Wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. Now, if anybody hasn't already figured out there's a hell of a lot of value in school becoming. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, I will. um, We are almost out of time. So I will... Um, start to wrap up but maybe with the theme of this being stepping into 2024 with big energy um are there any final words that you would like to say about that any final words about stepping into the new year um with intention Mm.
1: yes do it for the new year not because of the new year and do it again and again and again and again, right? So like make a little micro new years. So sure on January 1st, and then put a little tickler on your calendar for January 15th and February 1st and February 15th and March 1st and, and, and check in with your intentions. Recommitment is a thing. A recommitment has to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Your old program's going to die hard. Don't run out of the gate New Year's and be like, that's it. Like the the, the phrase that kills me is new year, new me. I can't, don't, I just don't do it. Don't be, um, okay, I'm going to use an example because it's like the first thing that's coming to my head about like, let's say eating clean, right? Woman I'm becoming eats whole foods only, she eats clean. Don't come out of the gate from your current eating habits to cleaning out all your cabinets, and seven days straight, just that's it. That's what we do now. That is a recipe to tripwire your fear response and just absolutely squash your progress. You want to eat amazing, start with three days a week. Mm-hmm. Right there. What the whole becoming an evolutionary process is simply making the familiar unfamiliar and making the unfamiliar familiar. And you cannot do that in one felt swoop, working out, being visible, eating healthy, allowing yourself to have intimacy and orgasms. It doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter the topic. Because, and this is a fun fact, the all or nothing approach is also fear in disguise. Yeah. Because it's not sustainable. Right thinking, yeah. Exactly. So that's really what I want from a tactical standpoint. Don't go all like, "Ah, this is no patience, consistency, certainty will always win."
0: Mm. Amazing. So there are no quick tips to having your best year ever. Here, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We love you. We love you too much to lie. Well, exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, the social media, the internet has sort of lied to us for a very long time. Yes. So, yeah. so now we get to tell a new story. And what story are we telling in 2024? That's right. Tracey, That's thank you so much. I am going to direct everybody to, first of all, watch your TED Talk. Second of all, re-listen to this podcast and the first episode that we did. We're going to... um put the link to the school of becoming in the description for anybody who wants to check it out. I highly recommend you have a free Ascension assessment. Is that right? Do you want to just tell everybody about that? I'm very excited to tell you about that. So we'll put the link in the show notes and it's,
1: it's to create the free account in the school. So basically you're putting in your name and your email, and then it takes you immediately to the assessment. It is such a fun 11, I think it's 11 or 12 questions. um, And then you immediately get, your results. Now, let me tell you something. This has been told to me. Um, the result is freakish, freakishly accurate. And the results page is like a masterclass in your own ascension. Like we're giving you a lot of support and insight and then practical application. The other thing that it gives you is a curated library experience. So once your result comes out, Because you now have a free account in the library to enjoy and digest like crazy, amazing content, also broken down in read, watch, and listen, depending on your medium of learning, Um, you'll get a recommended read, a recommended watch, and a recommended listen based on your results. So it gives you like a beautiful journey. And you also get to see where you are in the ascension spectrum, which is something we created that shows you where you are in your healing and ascension
0: expansion journey. Yeah. Awesome. So Wonderful. fun. <laughs> and what a way to step into 2024 with big energy becoming. That's right.
1: That's right.
0: Thank you so much, Tracy. Merry Christmas. Thank
1: you so much for having me. I'm so grateful. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and thank you so much for your ongoing support throughout 2024. Wherever you're listening to this episode, wherever you listen to my podcast, um, please like, comment. It really helps to expand the reach of our listeners and help more people. Um, the ripple effect of the mandala effect if you like (laughs) Um, and don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date on all of our latest episodes as we move into the new year. I love this podcast, I love the people that I get to speak to, I feel truly blessed that this is a part of my life, that this is a part of my work and that I get to bring this to you week on week. So watch this space as we Move into an exciting year of interviews, of conversations, of insights and musing on musings on the mandala effect. In the meantime, I wish you happy holidays and all the best for 2024.